Hey, welcome back to another episode of Green Squad Chats. January 13th, 2024, and just found out that January 12th was National Quitters Day. I don't know how much research and statistics back that up, but the, the point of that is January 12th, 12 days into the new year, and it's typically when many people give up on their New Year's resolution, according to, it's probably anecdotal. I don't know how much academic research and rigor goes behind that. But the theme for the for the day is actually, it's perfect for that though, because the theme is many people end of 23, beginning of 24 into January are still setting their visions, their goals, resolutions, whatever you want to call them, whatever resonates with you. And The theme is the probing question that we thought about was, okay, you have these goals, but have you taken the time to consider why? What's the why behind the what? Meaning I have a target weight I want to achieve. Well, okay, why? I have a target revenue for my business. Okay, great. Why? Like, why do you care about that revenue? What if a different number would actually work better for you? So we thought it was interesting. Green Squad is going through our annual vision setting. And each Saturday, one of the members is in the hot seat to go over their vision for the coming year. And uh, that's kind of the theme that came up today. So I thought Tom had a really good example when he was asked this question. Yeah, Brandon. So I'll give you the backstory and then I'll answer your question. I heard a podcast. I think to give credit where credit's due, I think it was a Bigger Pockets podcast guest. They talked about how to figure out how much money you need to make. And the, the guest used the analogy of or the story of so many people are in a, in a never-ending pursuit of more income. And they don't necessarily have a, an explanation or a reason as to why. That's just what they think they should be doing. And so this podcast guest challenged that notion and said, Maybe you should just figure out how much money you need to live your ideal life and then go make that much money. And that resonated with me. And this is probably four years ago, Brandon, that I heard that podcast. It resonated and I convinced my wife to to sit down and do a a life design, I think it's called. There's a book about it. Anybody know the the book? No. So there's a book about it. And uh, I didn't read the book, but we sat down and said, all right. 10 years from now, what's our life look like? Are we, do we golf with each other once a week? Do we go for long walks together once a week? Do we travel? Do we, and we just went line by line. What's the day look like? How are we spending our time? And what are the expenses that we incur? And then we made a budget for it. And um, when I first made the budget, the number was big and it was, it was a little daunting, but it, it sat there for years and years. And now as I transition out of the Navy and start to go out and, and figure out you know, how to make money and how much money I should try to make. Uh, I've come up with some, some income goals uh, in my new role as a realtor based on this life design that we did. And so it gives me a, a target and the target has a reason. And um, I think by, by setting my sights on that target, then I will fill in the blanks of, you know, how to grow my business at the right speed and to the right scale. So yeah, I, you know, it's it's my why behind the what, and it's a path, I hope, to get my family to where we want to be with, with our desired activities. Yeah, I think it, something I, I noticed that's unique to that, and I mentioned a little bit, but it's like a step beyond establishing the vision. 
you sit down with your significant other and you talk about the vision and what you want your days to look like. And I think sometimes, maybe a lot of times, that's kind of where it stops, right? Because that's the vision. It gets you motivated um, and, you know, lights the fire to start trying to realize that. But you took an extra step when you said, okay, that's the vision, but now we need to get a little bit more granular and put some numbers to it. And I think that goes along well with, you also said you didn't read the book, but you actually took action and sat down and started trying to take the principles from the book and apply them to your life. Um, So I think those are two unique things when you were talking that I pulled out. Anything else on those? I know that Travis, also you had mentioned in in our chat that you know, you've done something similar. Did it, did it look like what Tom did or is it a little bit different? Well, I think I, when I did mine around, I don't know, around the same time, probably four or five years ago, I made it a big burning why. And that was my end result. And the vision was the grand scale, AKA dream. And then I say it's the how behind the why, because the great, the big burning why is what does it smell like? What does it taste like? What am I wearing? Where am I located at? Right? Who am I interacting with? Like that granul- that amount of granularity. But then the how is, is it through single family homes? Is it through real estate? Is it through stocks? Is it through my TSP? Is it through, you know, my pension? Is it through all these different mechanisms or modalities that generate that overall income? Because the income, the money is the, is a mechanism to the why. And, um, that, I think that's one of the joys of the journey is I enjoy figuring out different ways to make that dream come true instead of, you know, having a real estate empire because having that real estate empire and the number of properties that we had over the last five years has actually kind of hurt our relationships and hurt from a family standpoint, put a bigger strain on us back here. And so it's, you know, thinning the herd, getting more, getting more um, clarity and more relation-based actions in our home front is going to help us accelerate that goal moving forward. Yeah, I love it. It's like, it's the idea of I'm building this, I'm building this, I'm building this. And it's like, wait, I actually need to scale it back now. You know, and you have the momentum of building and that's hard to do. And maybe having a vision or a big burning why is exactly what you need so that you know when, okay, I recognize now it is actually time to scale this back, even though I was trying to grow it exponentially. Well, I actually have to scale it back because something's out of whack, out of alignment with the, the, what truly matters to me, that overall vision, that why behind it. Well, and I think it's important too. like, we have, even though we've got seven dudes on our squad, I think I've got the oldest kids and my life changed dramatically at the last half of last, the second half of last year, because, you know, my 12 year old son wanted to start a vending machine business. Well, my real estate, our real estate investing took a back seat to him getting excited about it and launching that and getting all like, because that was important in my time with my son who, you know, I'll be honest, I struggle with having the connection with him the most out of my four kids. And so being able to have that time together to discuss things, have him grow, have him learn, have him understand and, you know, work through like the idea and all the minutia and all of that work that requires the idea to come to fruition. That was important to me. And 
therefore, you know, I wasn't analyzing tales. I wasn't doing different things because that put me in a different mindset to be with my son, to have those memories. Then my oldest daughter, well, you know, she had a business idea. So we were entertaining that. So, you know, having younger kids under the age of 10, I think it's a different shift. It's a different, you know, you're able to hustle more, I think with younger kids. And as they get older, you're going to have to kind of pivot and learn how to, you know, what opportunity costs exist between them and growing your business or growing that empire, growing whatever that, you know, the how to make your why happen. Yeah, man. Beautiful illustration of how, you know, you understand your priorities. You understand what's most important to you. And that understanding of self enables you to make those kinds of decisions, to scale back, to shift your thinking, to move focus from this way of growing a business or investing and shift it over here where your attention needs to go because of what's truly most important to you. Great example there. You know, it's not, we're not all great at this. So I, I, um, I'm a big believer in understanding, uh, self and using that to fuel kind of the direction I'm headed in. But I haven't taken what that looks like and drawn out a budget. And, you know, so I'm not actually on the same level. And so, and James, I think that you had something to share too. It's, you know, what are your thoughts on that? I need to be as transparent as possible here. I'm really, really, really bad at this. And the reason why I think I'm bad at this is because I have such a bias for action that um, I spent all of 2023 maximizing. And I've, I've talked to you guys about this before. I might've mentioned on podcasts, like maximizing does not bring you closer to your goals. Optimizing brings you closer to your goals. Maximizing is not bad, but you constantly got to be evaluating, which I'm bad at because I love to maximize if that's in line with your goals so that you feel fulfilled in the work. I love to work, but I don't love to work in the things that aren't fulfilling to me. And so I'm really struggling at the beginning of this year. Uh, I know where I want to go. I, I know where that vision leads me. I know what my 2024 will look like. That's not really the issue. My issue is I default to maximizing. I default to maximizing. Like there's like these tidbits of revenue generating activities that I can con continue doing and get like, seriously, just getting that dopamine hit of doing a deal, doing a deal. But when I start to do that and I consume both my bandwidth and my team's bandwidth with those is preventing us from doing these bigger projects, which are my, is my vision, uh, starting one commercial deal, either a deep renovation or a ground up project this year. That's what I want to do. And from what I'm seeing so far this year is, uh, is that's going to be very challenging unless I take a step back and say, we don't do that anymore. There's a way we can, make it part of the business, maybe refer it over to a, a colleague or a partner affiliate or something like that. But, um, it's hard for me to do that because I love to win. And this is the one thing I would say where a bias for action can work against you. I feel like it's working against me right now. And, um, this is also where I feel like if you're a little bit lazy, it can help you because if you're lazy, you're going to find the, the least effort way to get a result done. And I, I'm not wired that way. And uh, I've had a tough couple of weeks. It, they're, for the business, they're great. But mentally, like feeling pretty strained right now with the amount of volume that we have in every business, which is every business right now is a higher than the norm volume. And so it's, it's certainly stressing the team. 
while onboarding a new full-time person and growing the local mastermind group. So I'm feeling very strained right now and I gotta be transparent. That is a challenge. I think that's all I have to offer right now. Just feeling challenged. James, thanks for sharing that. I, I think, um, I don't know, I think too often we probably all focus on the wins and focus on the, the aspects that we're trying to maximize, uh, uh, you know, aspects of our lives. So it takes somebody very self-aware to be able to say, no, I'm struggling in this area or I'm not maybe focused on, maybe my actions aren't aligned with my goals. And, you know, I feel that as I share with you guys on our normal call about some of my relationships and how I need to uh, shift my focus and, and uh, communicate better and really grow relationships in the right way so that it's uh, healthy. So I, yeah, thanks, James. There's a principle through at the three X and 10 X levels systems in your business will break unless you take preventive steps to uh, like strengthen them. And we're at about a three X level right now in, in one of the businesses. And there are a couple things that like I, that my team caught this week that luckily we got to him beforehand, but I'm trying to reevaluate what that looks like because uh, you know, whether that's another, maybe bring on a virtual assistant for some extra leverage and support on the admin side, or if we need like a different process um, for some of these, you know, these very intricate nuanced problems with transactions, like which are expected, but uh yeah, that's got me real that reevaluating. The growth is great, right? That's, that's what we all hope for as entrepreneurs. But uh, approaching that 3x level of where we were just six months ago in one of the businesses is that is indeed strange. And it'll be interesting because, like you said, it's January 13th. We're not going to see this for probably a month. I'm going to look back and say, what, what steps did I take to fix that? Because that was a, a rough start to the year. Yeah. Two themes right there. One at the very end, like how are you going to take what you've learned and what you're learning, get it into whatever feedback loop you have and incorporate it into your next steps and how you're going to make corrections. Super important. And you just hit that. And then the other theme is it's again, principles, right? The, the whole theme of the call right now or the podcast is, is the theme of, you know, what's the why behind your, whatever you're doing, whether it's your 2024 goal or not, like, why are you doing that? How is that aligned with what truly matters to you? That's a principle. And you mentioned it, James, like when you're when you're running a business and then you hit the 3X mark and the 10X mark, I think you said, there's, uh, there's some principles there at play that say that it's time to make some kind of change, right? Bolster the process, bolster the system, make some additions. I don't know. Actually, do you, how would you describe what those principles are? If you had to succinctly describe, you know, at the three X level, what's the principle that's really getting at, or that that book or the philosophy is getting at? I think why they bring it up in the book is if you know that that is a, if you accept that as a fact, let's say, if you accept that at the three X level, a system will break, it's so that you can evaluate where you are like numbers wise. Let's say, Let's say we do normally like two or three transactions simultaneously, which is pretty much our norm. Right now we have uh, six going on eight. We're there, we're at the three X mark. So um, there was something this past week where um, if it was just one or two transactions, we would have caught it. It was like a buyer who went under contract, first time home buyer, they need to submit their earnest money deposit. We did the link up with title, we gave them instructions. Uh, they know what they're supposed to do. 
But then if it doesn't happen, if three days it's recoverable, like it's already fixed, the, the earnest money deposit already got done because we caught it, but they went right up to the deadline. And normally we'd be like, Hey, if like you as a buyer need to understand, if you don't make this deposit within the next few hours, this is the last day of doing it, then you are in default of the contract and the seller could take another offer. You don't want to do that to yourself. You've already done the inspection. You already have money you've spent towards this transaction. So some kind of uh, like a, a better way of tracking multiple transactions at a time because before we were able to keep track of you know the lesser number. So I don't know what that looks like yet. Uh, it's, it's good growth, but at the end of the day, we have to deliver results to people who entrust us with their money and their transactions. I'm incredibly serious about that. That's why I feel strange right now. Um, and we will it's just figure out the how. Does that answer your question? Yeah, it does. And uh, I don't know if you mentioned it earlier, the book. Is there, is there a book you're talking about? That's Yeah, it's called, it's called Rigging the Game. I'm almost done with it, so I can't say like I read the whole thing yet, but it's, uh, it's yeah. good. It's good. Yeah. I got that recommendation from a, a colleague here in Tampa in my group, and uh, it's been good. I find it like I feel like that's one you could seriously read per quarter and like every time get something from it. So it's good. That's awesome. Tom, you mentioned earlier the name of the book, right? But it's like the best books are the ones that you read them and you actually dig in, find actionable items and take action, uh, right? So that you're actually learning from what somebody else has taken the time to put into the book. Yeah, and I'll let everybody down. I don't know the name of the book, and I didn't read it. Uh, one of our other Green Squad members knew the title. I just uh, stole the principle, but it's it's got to do with lifestyle design or life design. Or if you Google it, I'm sure that the book will come up. But um, yeah, uh, definitely a worthwhile exercise, uh, especially for for you know Green Squad and these entrepreneurial mindsets. What's it look like in five, ten, fifteen years? Yeah. Does anybody else have any anything before we wrap up for the this episode? All right. So just to summarize and kind of wrap it up, hey, why are you doing the things you're doing? You have a goal. What's the point? Why? Uh, and until you know why, you won't be able to back it out to get to the how you're gonna to how you're gonna execute it. And so it might be worth your time to sit down and and whatever process you want to use, whether it's the you know, design your life. We're not 100% sure on the book title, but um, Vivid Visions, another book, but just some way to sit down and do the work to figure out what's truly most important to you and get that, that why established that can go behind all those goals. So I uh, hope your 2024, again, this is January 13th, 2024. So I hope your 2024 is off to a great start. Uh, hopefully you're not one of the quitters from January 12th, National Quitter Day. Hope you enjoyed it today. As always, please leave us a review and leave us a comment about how we can improve, make it better, or what you like about, about these episodes. And we will see you next time on Green Squad Chats. 